So we talked a little bit about this on Friday, and we'll continue the conversation because it's a campaign called Never Ford, launched by a group called Lead Now, and they call themselves an advocacy group fighting for democracy, but they are anything but. They are a third-party activist group that is said to get foreign funding to help target and interrupt conservative writings or conservative interests. So they plaster vote-rich targeting writings with propaganda, damaging propaganda, with the hope that they can get the left out to vote, combine their vote, and oust any kind of conservative candidate. So they played a huge hand in ousting Stephen Harper. They played a big hand in the recent B.C. election. They've played big hands in environmental causes like interrupting pipeline development or trade deals they don't agree with like TPP. And liberals love them because it serves their purposes. But I think many look at it as a direct attack on democracy. And now, Lead Now has its sights set on stopping Doug Ford. And while it's not illegal, I think it most certainly should be. Let's bring in Senator Linda Frum to this conversation because she is one person in Ottawa trying to have uh, the politicians in this country, the Liberal government right now, put a stop to this third-party foreign funding. Senator from I think a lot of people are are shocked to be hearing about you know this third party this foreign money flowing in and and having folks uh, meddle with the election but it's actually been going on for some time and you're trying to stop it. Indeed, I mean listen, I understand that people are shocked because I was shocked myself when I first discovered that it's perfectly legal uh, for third party uh, groups that are registered to participate in elections. It's legal for them to receive foreign funds. Um, for for their activities, and I'm once I <laughs> found out about that, um, I tried to do something to stop it, which was to put forward a private member's bill that's currently in the Senate. You know, for all of the hysteria around Mr. Trump meddling with the election, I mean, for all of the 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 attention that Canadian media and, and politicians spend talking about that, how is this not um, also getting the same kind of attention? Well, it certainly ought to, and we can look to our neighbors to the south and see the, our own future uh, awaiting us if we don't take action to try and do things uh, to prevent this kind of meddling interference that we know uh, foreign entities, um, you know, are not only are they capable of doing it, that they, they do do it. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in the States, um, you know, we saw a lot of um, foreign interference in the, in the form of, um, you know, uh, hacking and leaking information and spreading fake news. We saw that. The difference between Canada and the U.S., however, is that in the U.S. there is a prohibition legally against foreign actors contributing to their, you know, super PACs. Yeah. In Canada, our super PACs are called, you know, third parties. And we do not have the same prohibitions that they have in the United States against that kind of interference. Well, and I suspect there's no real rush to, to deal with it because it favors one party over another. So right now you've got the federal liberals, uh, you know, a group named uh, Lead Now certainly helped them in the last election. They've certainly been active out in B.C. helping to uh, call the shots of making sure conservatives have no place there. But now they've got their, you know, their sights set on the Ontario election with campaigns called Never Ford. And so I'm not sure they're going to be in too much of a rush to get rid of this if, in fact, it helps them. Well, unfortunately, I have to agree with you there because, uh, you know, 
we have been studying in the Senate, um, you know, the, the last election. We studied the, the 2015 election in the Senate in 2016, and that's when uh, these revelations came to light that, uh, that things that might have uh, appeared on the surface uh, to be illegal, like receiving foreign funds, uh, turned out to be perfectly legal. When Lead Now accepted foreign funds for their campaigns, they knew that, that they were not breaking the law. Uh, I think a lot of lawmakers didn't understand <laughs> that they were not breaking the law. They knew it perfectly well. And so now that uh, you know, people like me and my colleagues in the Senate, my conservative colleagues, have figured this out, we're trying to change the law so that um, you know, the, the, these loopholes that allow foreign money to come into our uh, electoral system get closed. But, uh, you know, I've been uh, working on this private member's bill for almost a full year now, and I haven't had very much success. Now, I will say in the last week or two, uh, the, the Liberal government has started to make some noise that they are interested in this issue and they're looking at ways to address it. Um, it's, 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 it's late, uh, but if they, in the next few weeks, uh, do something about it, I will be the first one to applaud them. Uh, I'm, I'm hopeful, but we're going to have to wait and see what they do. Well, if they're really serious about this, quote-unquote, fighting fake news, I'm not sure how they can possibly uh, not take action on closing these loopholes because it's not just political interests that they're uh, standing in the way of. It's, it's um, you know, oil, resource development, uh, anything that goes against their political or their activists' uh, their activism ways, they're fighting against. So they're, in- they're essentially holding the whole country hostage. Right. So there's like there's a lot of different ways in which an electoral system is vulnerable, and um, you know one of them is you know you know these foreign bots, uh, you know promoting fake fake news, mm-hmm. and another is like you know foreign hacking. Those things are, are very um, serious problems, and we have to combat them. But they're they're difficult to fight. I don't even pretend to know exactly how to do it myself, mm-hmm. but. Uh, when, when in your own uh, national electoral laws you have laws on the books that leave the door wide open to people writing checks in foreign countries uh, to send into Canada to agitate for certain uh, political points of view, that is the remedy for that is very simple and very easy. Close those loopholes that make that legal, and that's what I'm advocating for. Um, there are some other things that the government could do if they're serious about... Um, you know, uh, making our elections more more, more fair and, and have greater integrity. Uh, but the number one thing that they can do is sort of easy, low-hanging fruit, right. close the door to foreign money. Well, not to mention making sure that those involved um, are not in a conflict of interest. I mean, in, in the case of Lead Now, um, you uh-huh. know, one of Premier Wynne's senior advisors is said to be part of this group, Lead Now. I don't understand how that's not just not a conflict of interest, but breaking specific election laws. Well, it's true that uh, what, is, what is against the law is collusion between third parties and political parties. Um, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a gray area, I'll have to say, when, when you have people who used to be part of that third party going to work at a political party. I'm not sure that actually that does break a law. But what does break a law is when there is collusion either between third parties or between third parties and political parties, which because there are spending limits we have in Canada. And when you, when you collude and you work together, you basically make a mockery of spending limits. You, you, you just put up a shell entity that can spend money on behalf of a political party. That's, that's, that is against the law. And, um, you know, I can't say it didn't it 
hasn't happened or it didn't happen or it's not happening right now. But I can say that at least that is against the law. Yeah, I mean, look, and we know how damaging these groups can be. We've seen the working um, working families, you know, help the Liberal government in Ontario specifically to do damaging attack ads, and it has been very, very effective. And now we are starting to see other groups like Lead Now um, and, and some of these other advocacy groups coming in. But they, they, they are very effective at what they do. They are. And, I mean, the remedy for that, and it's something that um, I would be I would really welcome seeing, is that you, you limit the ability of third parties to spend uh, money um, at the same rate that you limit political parties. Right. So, in other words, you make a level playing field between third parties and political parties. So you're not, you're not shutting down freedom of speech. You're still letting people uh, be active if they want to. But what you're saying is that they shouldn't have um, a different financial regime than the political parties have to live under. So if political parties can only receive $1,500 donations and that's it, that should be the same rule for third parties. If, if political parties can't get money from unions or corporations, neither should third parties be allowed to receive those kind of donations. Those are other changes that need to happen, and I hope they happen soon. We'll continue this conversation, but uh, hopefully now people are catching on, and I appreciate it so much for you joining us. Thank you so much for having me. And that is Senator Linda Frum. We'll have her on again to see where this conversation is going because it is, in fact, uh, starting to get, I think, a little bit of mobility online, certainly through social media. People are catching on to what's going on. And at least if people are aware of it, at least you, if you understand what's going on, it should and hopefully will get more people questioning the propaganda or whatever this, quote, fake news or information that's being thrown at you.